0: Hey, this is Jason DeVore from Authority Zero and you're listening to the Sun Solar Panel Podcast. I'm Tim Tompkins. I'm Gregus Petito, ahoy, ahoy. And I am Dave King. And today on the show, we are talking about the Phoenix Suns links on the Lakers squad going to the NBA finals. The Suns posting an 8 and 0 graphic with two free agents on it. Devin Booker's all NBA snubs and should the Suns draft on positional need best player available or trade the pick is well as a Q&A with fans and ballers including a lot of free agency salary crap salary cap <laughs> trade <laughs> salary crap. That's salary crap,
1: opinion. everybody
0: uh also i should say uh since you're watching the show right now if you haven't yet subscribed to the youtube channel hit that subscribe button that way you get alerted to uh you know when we're posting a new episode anyway happy sunday morning how you guys doing
2: i'm doing pretty great how are you doing espo
1: i'm i'm here i'm wearing a nice new hat you know uh so other than that uh yeah it's sunday morning the hat dave you'll be getting one tim i don't know yet uh and uh they're not available for public it's consumption <laughs> i uh i spent my own money to have these made just for for the boys here so uh yeah it's uh i think you can read it it says the solar panel so you know it's all about branding here uh on the pod
2: it is all about branding what's that shirt you're wearing
1: Oh, it's I had to go throwback to the uh to, to the timeline with uh
2: there you go. All
1: these guys that are dead to us now. So Yeah, with you
2: know. Josh Josh Jackson's big fro on there.
1: Yeah, Josh Jackson, Dragon Bender, uh Tyler Ewless, uh I think Devin Booker's the the only one left, and then uh uh Ryan McDonough's on the back. Uh, so yeah. Ryan
2: McDonough. So we've got all we've Just got all ass, the, the
1: people along no the Yeah, so <laughs>
2: No, that's cool. Uh, I, I was feeling I'm wearing, I'm wearing one of my timeline shirts as well, since uh, you know we had said it was timeline 2020, right? This is 2020. <laughs>
1: hey, this is the darkest timeline. It's nice that Tim showed up, uh, dressed appropriately per usual. Well, if I would years. have
0: known that you guys were were going to, uh, you know, it's a long panel during a sun's uh, <laughs> <Show>. podcast. <laughs> I, w- yeah. I would have showed up, uh, not wearing an Authority Zero shirt. We well, expect nothing the less shirt right from you if you really care. You know, um, really, I'm also here to uh, to to rep the Phoenix bands. Is is what this comes down to, also. Well,
1: we'll take it. Per <laughs> usual, we're off to a rip roaring start here on the. We, we are I know, right? right. Have so,
2: we lost anybody yet? I uh, think we listen. have lost
0: people by now. Listen, listen, Dragon Bender <laughs> no longer in the NBA.
2: Dragon Bender, yes, signing with Israel back to Maccabi Tel Aviv, the team he played for, starred for? No, just played for uh back in, before when he was a 17-year-old, 18-year-old uh before he became a Phoenix Sun and was drafted fourth overall. Um yeah, that was a stellar set a uh, st- kickoff for drafting for the Phoenix Suns 2016 and 17 just stellar. So Dragon Bender has signed with Israel. That doesn't mean he's not coming back to the NBA. Nobody knows when the NBA is going to start up again. Could be January, could be March. Um, Bender has an out clause to the NBA in that contract. He could also just stay with Maccabi for a few years if nobody wants him in the NBA. So we'll see. I think he probably preferred guaranteed money over getting um, non-guaranteed or 10-day contracts in the NBA. Uh, so, you know, maybe he's, maybe he's going to pull the, uh, Nikola Miritich path and just dominate over in Europe. Now, what do you guys think?
1: Uh, I actually, I kind of feel bad for the guy because it, to me, it never he never struck me as the guy that didn't work hard enough or didn't care. Like, uh, like a lot, like some of these guys, I mean, the Josh Jackson's of the world, the Dragon Bender wasn't hot box, allegedly hot boxing his child, uh, Or anything like that. I think allegedly, I I allegedly, we don't want to get sued here on the solar panel uh, because Josh Jackson's a big listener. So we don't
2: want him (laughs) or his (laughs) lawyer listening right now. Hi, Josh. Yeah. So, but I
1: always felt bad because I don't feel like Dragon Bender was a case of uh, not trying hard enough. I think it may have been a case of what a high school football coach told me when I was a Uh, In high school, he might just be too nice of a guy. He might just not have that competitive edge to actually go out there and play at a level uh, of the NBA because I think he has, I think he has skills. I think he's a good human being. I think, I think he tried, but it always just felt like he was lacking that, uh, that little something that, that would put him uh, able to do it on a consistent basis, able to hit that
2: three, you know? What I still find um nostalgic, hilarious, I don't know, was when uh Georgios Papayanis's dad got into the comments section of Brightside to tell us how soft like tissue paper Dragon Bender was and how much uh speaking of course how great his son was cuz if you guys remember Georgios Papayanis was taken 13th overall with the Suns the pick the Suns had for that Marquise Morris trade which the Suns traded to Sacramento along with Bogdan Bogdanovich's rights and the Isaiah Thomas, that was the Isaiah Thomas pick as well, and the Marcus Morris pick, all for Marquise Chris. Uh, and Papiannis' dad got into the bright side comments saying how so, how soft and weak Dragan Bender was, which actually turned out to be true. Uh, but it's funny that he was repping his own son who played a lot less in the NBA than Dragan Bender did.
1: Yeah. Well, dads are always going to stand up for that. Well, most dads are going to stand up for their kids. Yeah. We won't, we won't get into my issues. No, I'm just
2: kidding. But, uh, <laughs> uh
1: but I just, I, don't know, I, I don't hold a lot of ill will to Dragonbender, Bender and it may be because oh, I don't, don't hold
2: ill will him. at all. He's yeah. too nice to have ill will toward he's like the little kid or something as uh uh, who is it? Somebody in the chat says he looks like he'd be my son. Yeah, Ryan G. Bender looks like he'd be <laughs> Dave's son, just because of my short hair and his short hair. Yeah. Uh, no, because no, he, he looks he
1: confused and and not good at he what he looks does.
2: Confused <laughs> and not good. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll take that. I'll I'll take that. He could be my son.
0: I mean, I'm just wondering where what his other options were. How many other teams are realistically? thrown contracts at Dragon Bender. Well, uh, I Golden mean, uh, state
2: was the worst team in the league for a year and Dragon Bender got onto the so maybe the next worst team in the in the league. Although they're all trading off like Alex Len played for the two worst teams, uh two or three of the worst teams. Sure, Alex Len's a, all bit, a bit better.
0: What, what what team is, is saying we're a Dragon Bender away from from where we need to be?
1: Well, the Bucks were last year.
0: <laughs> what team is
2: a Dragon Bender away from where they need to be? Wow, the same teams that are in Isaiah Canaan away from where they need to be. Uh, Yeah, I guess
0: that's true, right? (laughs) Uh,
1: The past is so much fun to reminisce on. I mean, we had uh, crappy draft picks and no point guard. Uh, Tyler Eulis, what is he doing? Has has anybody put an APB on Tyler Eulis, or is he still living at Devin Booker's house, just uh, living off uh, DB's money there?
2: Who knows? He's too small to see, so we, could, we can't
1: tell. Uh, but you know, honestly, like I said, I don't, I don't have any ill will towards Drug and Bender. Like I do some of some of the other draft picks that failed. I, I hope the guy finds a way to find that confidence. But I, I think this is always just going to kind of be him. He's my favorite he's Tyler skill, memory.
2: Hurt. Sorry, before you get off of Ulis, my favorite Tyler US memory was the summer after bender chris and ulis were drafted and they did a kids camp and you know sports camp for the kids that summer and they all took a picture with the kids and tyler ulis was the same height as some of the kids and someone in the comments wrote why he got to look like one of them camp kids
0: And
2: it turned out that Tyler had about that level of longevity in the NBA that one of the camp kids would. might be
0: also, he had a, uh, he had a game winner for the Suns over the Celtics at one point. He He did. He
2: did.
1: Which was more than uh, any of the Marquise Chris or, or Mender,
0: than
2: most,
1: uh, yes. d- or Josh Jackson did for them. So maybe I shouldn't. Uh,
2: Cheers Tyler th- <laughs> to Tyler
1: Ulysses. To Tyler. My favorite memory is him and Devin Booker rolling off that uh, that elevator to take care of some business. That's my uh, <laughs> was favorite he, was Tyler
0: Ulysses memory. Uh, Tyler Ulysses. I didn't realize he was in that picture. I, I yeah, I think it was him
1: and and, and uh, yeah, it and was Borg, Julie. Yeah.
2: And well, but, but you can't tell because they were early proponents of mask wearing. Exactly. Right? Um, they
1: <laughs> not so much the social distancing or not touching other human beings, but
2: the mask, right, but the wearing, mask wearing. They were all in on was it. Was in so. in vogue. Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> so that, Memories,
2: that we're walking down memory hey, lane. Hey, here. that
0: that uh, recently where you had that in the bubble, the the young lady that that claimed to. Um
1: oh, we're not going here are
0: no, we? No, but I guess my question is did any of the sons ever respond to that? The no, team? why why would you?
1: There's no reason to. Like there's absolutely no reason to address uh, address that in any way shape or form because there's Can no actual that's good. The son's
2: social media team doing a response on behalf of this <laughs> I mean I'm
1: just I'm just glad they won eight zero, not seven and zero, because you know, it'd be that, great
2: you know. if the social media team said something like, uh, "There's never been more than six sons in a hotel room," <laughs> or something like that, just to <laughs> refute the story.
0: Right? You no, know? there was no, there was no refuting. So it, it gives <laughs> it's it <gives, laughs> it it like different.
1: Uh, different no, but Mike V. Hill, I gotta give
2: credit. I gotta give credit to Mike V. Hill of the Timeline Pod and Twitter son's twitter he's the one who noticed that uh the same guy daniel house who got kicked out of the bubble this year for having a female guest in his room against the law against the rules of the bubble um was also on the team at the t- in the 2017 season that this and he uh there may be a connection there <laughs> Daniel House might just be a guy who likes that kind of thing, as if nobody else is a guy who likes that kind of right. thing. But
0: uh, we'll go might with Daniel. just be a guy that likes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, next up, the Suns coaching staff, assistant coaching staff. seems from, to be
1: From one talk of staff to another.
0: Right? Yeah. So uh, the
2: Suns used to have a, a young man. Uh, Named Nate Bjorkren on the staff back when Earl Watson was coach, actually. Nate started as a uh, player development kind of guy with the uh, Phoenix Suns back on the final days of Jeff Hornacek. And then when Earl Watson was promoted and and Jeff's uh, uh, main coaches were also fired ahead of Jeff then Nate Bjorkren actually an, became an assistant then and then became an, stayed an assistant with Earl Watson for a year and a half um, and was unceremoniously let go when Earl Watson was let go. He didn't stay down for long. Nate Bjorkren immediately went to the Toronto Raptors, probably due to his connection with assistant coach Nick Nurse on the Raptors, who was assistant at the time. When Nurse got promoted to the Raptors head coach, he made Nate Bjorkran his lead assistant. And you'll probably, you've probably noticed the, uh, the ball guy next to, prematurely ball guy next to uh, Nick Nurse on the sidelines for the last two years for the Raptors. That's Nate Bjorkren, and He's a super nice guy, really great guy. Big fan of Brightside, by the way. He actually came up to me at media day one day in 2016, I believe, and said uh, he's a huge Brightside fan and reads us every day. <laughs> so that's pretty awesome.
1: Wasn't he also um, the uh, Son's coach for a bit?
2: Yeah, yeah, he was. He came up from the G League. <clears throat> Excuse me, came up from the G League. Had been the head coach of the Bakersfield Jam before they moved to Prescott Valley. You're right. Before you they moved that. to NAS Suns, but he was the head coach of the Bakersfield Jam. He was also. On Nick Nurse's staff when um, the Iowa Energy won the G League championship in 2011, Nick Nurse was the head coach. Nate Bjorkin was his assistant. And that was when the Suns were affiliated with the Iowa Energy for a few years, um, not owning them, but were one of like three or four teams that uh, funneled players through there. And so Nick Nurse and Nate Bjorken simultaneously became the only coaches in history to win a championship in the G League and a championship in the NBA. What a what
1: a deal. <laughs> that was those that was before the NAZ Suns became server's cash grab. Uh, so I, why
2: are we bringing this up? Nick Nurse um is getting a, an interview with the Pacers to Nate, be their head coach. Not Nick Nurse. Nate Bjorken is getting an interview with the Pacers to be their head coach because now he is going to um, hopefully carry his own water, so I I am happy for him, and I would love it if we can get an exclusive with him. But uh, he's been a little busy the last couple of years. And um, well, that
0: that and Monty Williams team. has also uh, added Brian Randall to the staff.
2: Okay. Yeah, and Brian Randall, um, yes, he's a he's a guy who was a player development guy up in Minnesota in uh, the last year, and he's, he's he's just a young up-and-coming coach. So I'm not sure if he's a replacement for either of the coaches the Suns have lost, any of the coaches the Suns have lost. Right now, the Suns have lost three of their coaches since the last season, um, <clears throat> and two on the end of the bench, like Steve Blake and uh, I forget who the other one was, Randy Ayers. And then um, they've recently lost... Darko Rayakovic, who is uh, one of the lead assistants on the team, to Memphis. So I wonder who's going to replace Darko. I don't think it's this guy, Brian Randall. I think Brian Randall more equates to um, replacing a Steve Blake type, who was more into player development and running guys through drills than he was carrying a clipboard.
0: Ryan in the YouTube chat is saying that uh, Randall is from where he's from in Peoria, Illinois, and that he is a legend in his town. So that's interesting. Right.
1: Let me let me say this. it's it's almost October, right? Screw you, COVID, because we should be talking about the beginning of training camp and basketball. And we're talking about guys at the very end of the bench that i you know nobody really cares all that much about so screw you covid i miss actual basketball we could be talking about right now. oh you yeah know? but
2: we got two months of basketball in the summer thanks to covid so let's not let's not uh let's we not pretend it's we did
1: we didn't we didn't get uh summer league we didn't get tim yeah. uh yeah, out Dave. of his mind we in Vegas. And die by the
0: draft. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm going to Vegas again for summer league. <laughs> let's be I'm not sure you should go to clear. Vegas ever again. <laughs> are you, are you allowed back in Vegas? Uh, I'm sure they would they would take my money, yes.
1: <laughs> oh, I, honestly the, the assistant coach uh, stuff for the Suns, you know you're just shuffling deck chairs at the back end uh, end of this. I understand that player development is important and is gonna become even more important now that the Suns have decided to uh you know. Give the middle finger to what you know 29 other NBA teams are doing and really not focus on the G League for development but try to use the uh you know 11 through 15 spots on their roster to to play uh the G League level kind of guys so it becomes important but still uh, uh the most important part is the guy at the beginning of the bench, obviously Monty Williams coming back for year two, uh, trying to get his staff in order to where he's fully comfortable with these guys to accomplish what they need. For me, I, I trust his instincts, So I'm sure uh, the changes that he's making will have a positive impact, but it's the kind of positive impact we will probably have absolutely no idea about. It'll be the little things during practice it'll be the the things uh, the small things in the locker room or one-on-one workouts outside of the team it'll be those kind of things that we won't really know but uh but i believe that monty williams is uh is the kind of guy that understands character obviously understands the importance of cult, importance of culture and anybody's going to add to to his staff to replace the uh, the guys outgoing uh will we'll bring that to the table. So uh you know I look forward to seeing what the, the final coaching staff is and what these guys bring in totality for sure.
2: Yeah we don't know exactly we don't know what the final coaching staff is gonna look like. Uh there's so much turnover across the NBA as teams are finishing their seasons. And I'm sure Monty Williams as, as as you said Greg will find good coaches the right coaches for his environment um and uh they might not be the biggest names but they'll they'll work i like what he does great
0: great so great the energy
1: is just here today guys. come
0: on let's go show some energy oh here's the thing so in in the show notes we have that devin booker was voted the third uh best player if you will (laughs) under the age of 25 if you were going to start an nba franchise and we had in the show notes that it was hoops hype and i was trying to find the the article in which uh you were referring to Dave whenever you put this in the show notes um and i'm looking at uh, brightside Sun.com and uh, it looks like Luka Doncic and Jason Tatum were the only yes. two players under 25 uh, that were voted ahead of him i'm just trying to figure out who was actually voting in this poll
2: yeah so i have it in the article um for those who who read brightside um you had you know how they got they did the votes but we uh Ah, uh, what what Hoops Hype did is they interviewed uh, more than a dozen different executives around the league. They interviewed some front office people, uh, some coaches, things like that. Whoever they have their little connections with, uh, they had those folks vote on who they would start a team with um, under twenty-five, and they were allowed to. They were each allowed to pick five players. So <clears throat> they were each allowed to pick five players. So Devin Booker was the third most popular player picked amongst the top five from a dozen different coaches and 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 scouts and staff and stuff like that.
1: Look, I I agree on the Doncic thing, and no, I don't want to retry the uh, the Aiton Doncic crap. We've done that a million times on this show. But to me, Tatum, who uh, Luca Doncic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The man who we're not supposed to name. Yes. Sorry. I forgot the bit because I've tried to block all of this crap out of my mind about him. But uh, Tatum's the one that I that I wonder, like uh, there is a lot of hype for this guy right now. Uh, and you look in, uh, you know, I think it was game. What was it? Game four of their Eastern Conference final series. The guy doesn't score a point. In the first half, right? It just, it goes ice cold and then manages to score 18, I believe, or 20 in the third. And all of a sudden everybody's like, see, he's an MVP candidate. And they forget that he didn't score a damn point in the first half. I just Tatum, I I think Booker is better than Tatum.
0: Uh, I would rather have well, they're, they're different. They're different players.
1: Well, yeah. But if, if I'm starting a franchise, I think I'd rather have Devin Booker because yeah. I I just think I'm getting more. I'm getting Look. a more complete player, especially offensively there to, to really lead mm. my team. I don't know that Jason Tatum uh, is, is that number one star on a team. And we're going to find out because uh, he's trying to make, uh, he and the Celtics are trying to make a comeback against the heat. And then they'd have LeBron, waiting, but I just, I don't think he's the guy. Like I believe in Devin Booker being that guy.
2: I don't know, man. I <clears throat> Jason Tatum has some mad skills and he's only 22. Um, he can play great offense and great defense. So, I mean, I, I don't have a big problem with Jason Tatum being ranked ahead of Devin Booker. I am happy to see that everyone else who's under 25 was below Devin Booker, including uh, the red hot Jamal Murray and um, guys like well Trey Young. I don't well think here. He let's uh, let's named. let's go
0: through the let's go through the list then. Actually, go we did it off. All right. So number one, of course, we talked about Luka Doncic. Uh, second most popular player, Jason Tatum, followed by Devin Booker, followed by John Morant, followed by Donovan Mitchell, Bam Adebayo, number five, Zion at number seven, which is a little bit surprising that he wasn't lower. Obviously, the the injury concerns. Jamal Murray um, coming in right after that, uh, Ben Simmons, Brandon Ingram, Jalen Brown, De'Aaron Fox, uh, Carl Anthony Towns all the way, uh, at 1.3% number 13. Are you guys surprised that, uh, DeAndre Ayton wasn't?
2: Yeah. So this is, this is the thing. The timing is, is also of issue. Um, the, uh, a lot of the young under 25 players who are really good. And, and a couple who made all-star game this year, weren't named in this uh, third among these 13. It's because none of those guys have played since March. Um Cat hasn't played since March. So people forget how good he is. Uh, the, so the recency bias was, was really evident in this poll. Again, this was a random poll. Tell me five players you would uh, rank five players. You would build your under 25 team around and they're, Almost all their attention was on players who were in the bubble um, and uh, probably and and very much in the playoffs as well. So I think Devin actually showed out real well considering he didn't make the playoffs. But the Suns did go 8-0 and he looked like a superstar. Why wasn't DeAndre Ayton mentioned? Well, DeAndre Ayton did not have a great bubble. He had a good bubble. He had an okay bubble, but he didn't have a great bubble. So that's I, I'm not surprised he wasn't mentioned. Only 13 people came up uh, in people's minds.
1: No, there's a, there's a reason DeAndre Ayton wasn't mentioned, and it's simple. If I'm starting a franchise, I'm not starting it with DeAndre Ayton. If there if we were talking about I want to, I need a number two guy, maybe DeAndre Ayton makes that list, but DeAndre Ayton is not one A. DeAndre Ayton is not the, the superstar you're going to build your team around. He's the guy you're going to put next to the guy you're going to build your team around. And I, I, I believe that in just the way his demeanor is. He needs somebody to motivate him to push him. That's Devin Booker's role with DeAndre Ayton. That's uh, that's why uh, you, know, you look at Shaq. Shaq never was the number one guy in my mind. He was always 1B next to uh, Penny Hardaway next to Kobe Bryant, next to Dwayne Wade, next to Steve Nash, next to LeBron James. Okay, I'm getting facetious with those, but Shaq was never that that 1A guy. I think you need a guy... Uh, to push a DeAndre Ayton, and, and that's why he would never show up on a list like this because he's not the guy you would start your franchise with. And I think that's where a lot of the angst when it comes to DeAndre Ayton is is because Luca is an obvious guy that you would build your franchise yeah. around. DeAndre Ayton is the guy you put next to a guy like a Luka Doncic or a Devin Booker that, that is very important to, to winning but isn't the guy that will, will predicate it all the time.
2: Yeah. Um, Aiden is always going to be, I think, yeah, well, we'll see. He's got to grow. He's got to develop. Um, as far as who you'd build a team around between those three, I mean, obviously I would take Luca first. If you gave me a choice and I had not had Devin Booker on my team for five years, um, I would take Luca first. Of course I would. Um, I would keep Devin now because of loyalty to the guy who's put in five, toiling years with this franchise along with us you he's in the foxhole with us you keep him in the foxhole you don't swap him out so i would i would i would keep booker now going forward um i i you know i've noticed and i want to do a little deviance here off the show notes but i've noticed that i'm the more this year I'm watching the playoffs more than ever. I'm usually so burned out after 82 games and of disappointment watching the suns that I don't do much watching the playoffs. I just can't get myself to watching three, four games at a time, blah, blah, blah. But this year, for some reason, because of the way the pandemic has played out, I am all over these playoffs and I've watched almost every game that's been available, even when there was three or four games a day, because we're all working from home, or at least I am. And uh, so I've been able to have that on, Next to while I'm working, so it's bothering me more and more that Devin Booker is not in these freaking playoffs. I'm so I feel so bad for Devin Booker that he's been stuck with this crappy franchise for five years. And these young guys, like a Tyler Hero, great, I'm happy for Tyler Hero. I'm so happy for Tyler Hero having an opportunity to play well. But the dude's going to possibly be in his first NBA finals as a rookie as an important player on a team and Devin Booker's here sitting at home, twiddling his thumbs. Well, he's twiddling something. Um, maybe Kendall Jenner's with him, but anyway, um, Devin Booker's not playing basketball right now. And that really sucks. Um, Devin Booker should have a chance to play basketball right now with, with the big boys on the big stage. Cause he would dominate. Devin Booker's game is made for playoff basketball. He would dominate. And um, I'm really, really sick of him not getting a chance to play in the playoffs. I don't want to see these young dudes. I don't want to see Alex Caruso making the NBA finals when Devin Booker hasn't even had a chance to play in the damn playoffs. I'm sick of it. The Suns have got to make the playoffs next year. I've been on the slow boat the last couple of years so the Suns can build around Devin Booker, but that's partially because I haven't been watching the freaking playoffs. Now I'm just sick of not seeing him in the playoffs. He's got to get there. The Suns have got to build the team around him to get there next year, not two years from now, next year. Well, Devin Booker needs to you, prove it too. You,
1: you heard it here first. Dave's been on the slow boat, so uh, just remember that. I've always
2: been on the slow boat uh, if I'm with uh, you guys. Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> look, uh, look, I – I agree wholeheartedly. I am tired of Devin Booker not making the playoffs and, and not being a part of this because I think he he will have those Jamal Murray moments. I mean everybody's like, oh my gosh, Jamal Murray. I, I think Devin Booker would come out yeah. and light this up. I, you know, Tyler Hero had had that moment the other night. Uh we got a little glimpse of what the bubble or in the bubble, what playoff Devin Booker would look like to this league. And I think he would he would catch a lot of imaginations right he, he wind up catching quite a, a lot of attention from the national group that he hasn't because of, of where the Suns have been and the other thing that, that has become abundantly clear in this playoffs is why should we feel sorry for Lakers fans
2: everybody's like
1: oh the Lakers fans have been through it and then they show the picture of none of us are-
2: feel sorry for them
1: uh, well, they, they show the the starting lineup from a from a few years ago that had Sacre and a bunch of different. Oh no! Like, come lo- seriously, come look at the trash we've had to watch. Right? You want to feel sorry for a fan base? Feel sorry for the Phoenix Suns fans who didn't have the option of going. Oh well, you know we're gonna rebuild this team. Right? We're gonna add two uh, MVP candidates and, and first team All NBA guys to our roster because. That's, that's the way you do it. I know. I don't feel, I will never feel sorry for Lakers fans in any way.
0: What do you think, Tim? Uh, I mean, I agree, but I also think it's, it's, if Devin Booker is the the player that we all believe that he is, uh, the onus is also on him, not just on the franchise, uh, that he needs to get some, some wins and get the team into the the eighth seed. And I think it's about uh, that time. you
2: think you should have time. been able to pull the Suns into the playoffs this past couple of years? Uh, uh,
0: I think uh, if if you were going to be the max player, you're now on that max contract, you've been extended. Uh, you know, there's plenty of debate about the, the talent that's been around him, for sure. If you take a, a, a look and a list of all the players that he's played with and where those players are now in the NBA, it's clear they have not put good talent around him but it is time for devin booker to to bring this team to the next level.
1: oh i agree and next year is the put up or shut up moment uh, because now he has the talent he has the coach they proved that they can win uh in a high pressure environment now it's on devin booker. the sons have pro- uh, have have taken the the bare minimum necessary steps to put him within striking range of, of making it into the playoffs. So now there's it's not acceptable to win four games and then lose seven in a row or have stretches where this team is completely disengaged. This is Devin Booker's team. He needs to step up. He needs to lead these guys into the playoffs. Uh, but it the Suns still need to make roster improvements whenever the hell this offseason is. Uh you know, whether it's Thanksgiving, I I don't know when off is gonna start, but they need to make the moves uh to 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 fortify this roster. But it is in Devin Booker's court now. Let, so let's let's play a game. Okay. Let's play okay. a game.
0: All right. Uh predictions longest losing streak of the Suns next season. Oh my Probably still five or six games. What do you think, Tim? Um, Greg,
1: I will go with three. If this team is going to legitimately be in the conversation for that eighth spot, you can't have sustained losing streaks. I think every team will lose, you know, two or three in a row throughout the season, unless you're one of the one of the top teams, which the Suns won't be. So, if if they want to realistically be a part of it, it's
0: three. What was the longest losing streak of the Suns last season?
2: Oh come on, Tim.
0: I'm gonna look it up. You guys, mind yeah, me a thank
2: second? you. <laughs> Don't ask us to look it up. I think it was uh, uh, seven or eight games. They had a they had a period right there in December. I'm pretty sure that's when you're gonna find their longest losing streak last year. Okay, what's the longest season-ending winning streak by a team that's that has not made the playoffs at
0: the end of that? Season-ending winning streak. It was eight, by the way. Eight games was their longest. Suns lost eight games in a row this year. And uh, you were right about when it was, but yeah, it was eight games. And what was the question, Dave?
2: My next question is the opposite end. What is the longest season-ending winning streak ever by a team that didn't qualify for the playoffs? Eight. (laughs) Yes. And the Suns, (sighs) yes. Uh, Don't call me lazy, hey, dude. Uh, Yeah. So eight games. The Suns finished the season of the eight games, so now they have two of the ig- ignominious um, season-ending records of non-playoff teams in the past 10 years. First, they had the most wins by a non-playoff team in 2013-14, and now they have the longest win streak to end the season <clears throat> by a non-playoff team. So how about they just become freaking playoff team? All right? Let's go with that. Sick of this crap.
0: Can't can't hear you, Esmo.
1: If you don't lose eight eight in a row at one point in the season, you don't have to worry about winning eight in a row at the end of the season to just actually get yourself back in the conversation. I mean, that's that's part of the problem uh here is consistency. And if this team isn't consistent, they're not going to be in discussion for the eighth seed because the Warriors are gonna be back. Uh, you know, so that makes the West even tighter than it was was this There's year. There's
2: shuffling every year. I never, ever, ever. Look at other teams when I worry about whether the Suns are going to make the playoffs. A good team makes the playoffs. A good team makes the playoffs, period. That's it. That's all you got to say. You got to be a good team. You can't be an okay team who might get lucky. You have to be a good team and you'll make the playoffs. That's the way it is.
1: I would argue in the West next year, you're going to have to be a really good team no. to make the playoffs. No, there's I, always shit that happens. Team.
0: But yeah, I mean, always you, probably, you probably are going to have to be a, a really good team to make the playoffs. But I mean, would it really even? Would this team really even be the Phoenix Suns if they didn't have a seven or eight game losing streak in the middle of the season? Well,
2: I don't know. No. Why don't you tell us about it next year when it happens, Tim?
0: I will. So on that note, uh, we have an announcement to make the show oh
2: here we go tim's, tim's gonna do it this is the drama that y'all have been waiting for wait you got to tease it for a little bit do we need to go out to a commercial break
0: for a minute <laughs> come do, back. Right do i need to do a commercial right? read yeah I don't do a commercial take this, this, giant read. I don't La- want this giant camera off me i don't want this giant camera
1: las vegas where tim loses lots of money and uh other crazy things happen las vegas watch yourself there's, hey, there's a hey commercial.
2: duke just because I've gained a little weight during COVID doesn't mean I'm Pragers, okay? Don't judge. And, and it's Tim's baby.
1: Dun, dun, dun. Oh. <laughs> now, this is fun. He we must have, have mail-ordered
2: it a... to me then because uh, he's been in Florida. Oh, God. <laughs>
1: oh. Jesus. Jesus. God. No. Oh no, actually, uh we've bought the uh the N A Z Suns and we're now running them. Uh, the Detroit Pistons back. <laughs> they were out. on sale for
2: five dollars. Uh,
1: so we now uh we now we now own it. We, we used
2: we use the flaming ballers money to buy the NAS Suns.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, but any any other oh let's get the chat involved. Uh, who's got a ridiculous theory as to what we're teasing uh right now that's gonna be the biggest big announcement, yeah. other than Dave
2: Pregnant.
0: Well, to be Wait, fair, Tim, had a couple of guesses before, but it was a uh, it was it was a bit earlier in the uh, in the chat.
2: No, Where's you get. We want to see him now. What are your predictions right now of what we're going to announce?
0: The great part about this is there's roughly a thirty second delay, so as we think and like watch the screen, we're like, okay, we're just, just gonna sit a, here. A great TV. Bender yeah, is
2: sit? Dave's son. Yeah, no, <laughs> unfortunately, he's not. That is. The, I don't Bender, left him over in Israel. The time. Bender is Dave's
1: son. You guys figured it out. Uh, hey, Duke. Uh, Tim is replacing uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yes, Tim. Tim is replacing her. He is the new Supreme Court justice. Uh, that is that is the big announcement. Uh, Tim. No one. No one Republican uh, is going to become the new judge uh, on the Supreme Court. Uh,
0: why, why all of these guesses in here? <laughs>
2: going to Vegas. About me. Why
0: are they all why are they all about me?
2: <laughs> Cuz you're the one without a sun shirt on. Uh, uh well,
0: Jesus. You're you're funny.
2: distracting them. You're it's a feint. Yes.
1: I, man, if Pratt were right, this show would be much more respected than it is. He says uh, Al McCoy will be the regular <laughs> guest host of the Sun Solar Panel. Well, we'd After, have to
2: have we'd have to have more of a, you know, a, a four-letter word kind of beep 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 beep, beep. Poor
1: Al would uh, be slumming it quite a bit. So you <laughs> would be slumming it.
0: Coach Fallen Fonder. Oh, my God. Uh, no, we did, we did <laughs> not get Max to join the pod. We talked about it.
2: <laughs> Dave is actually Aaron Baines. I'm not quite tall enough. And I don't have as good a beard.
0: No, no, no. So, I'll, so we had a talk um, earlier on. Sarver and-
2: sold us <laughs> to the Jazz.
0: If he could. Yeah. No, we, 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 we all got together. We had a talk earlier on in the week. Um, everybody that has been watching the sun solar panel and you can put me on the, on the little, screen. No, I don't, the I big don't big like box. being, I don't like being in the, big the big box. Big
1: fine, 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 fine.
0: Oh uh, no, we, we, we all had a talk. <sighs> Listen guys, I'll had a talk. Uh, you know, uh, we've been doing the sun solar panel for four years at this point. Um, Dave and Greg, uh, and uh, you guys have been waking up at, at 7 o'clock in the morning a little bit earlier, uh, basically every Saturday or Sunday for for four years straight. Um, I do have the luxury of being able to, to do this a little bit later in the morning, but regardless, we've been doing this for a while. Uh, through that time, a lot of shit has happened. Uh, you know, my my I have personally lost uh, a parent. I, have, uh, um, I live in a different city now. I've had um, people... That you know, family come and go out of my life. Uh, Dave has has been through some things, and I'm not going to talk about it publicly uh, here on the show. Uh, We've watched you. Greg's um, uh, daughter grow up, you know, on the show. Uh, but at this point in time, I want to make a change in my life um, and know and and just have an opportunity to to do some other things. I have a, a business that I've been working on. For a while, and and that business is ready to to take the next step. Um, so I'm leaving, but I you know I feel like DeMar DeRozan leaving the Raptors, uh, where whatever you guys do next, you know is is uh, can can be that that person that really takes y'all to the top. Um, it's certainly you know I've told you guys this. Uh, I consider you guys both dear friends. Um, if anything, I've been doing it longer just to have the opportunity uh, to, to hang out with you guys every, every Saturday morning. I have spent more time with, with Dave and Greg on this show than I probably have a, a single other friend uh, over the course of, of uh, four the years. The pandemic.
2: Oh, four yeah. years. Oh, I was just going to say the pandemic.
0: No, but I mean, regularly seeing people, my best friends are all out in Arizona. Uh, so, you know, frankly, I don't get to, to see them very often, um, you know, once a, once a year. Uh, but it's been, it's been an honor getting to know everybody um you know I, I the the people listening the show listening to the show and and um you know i got some some great recommendations on a, on a a dog who's now my best friend because of a, a listener on the show um and you know i'm just really proud that we got to build something that contributed to uh uh, phoenix suns fans and, and fandom and and the team uh i'm really proud of of the show that we built from where we started to where we are now and i'm so excited to see what you guys do next and i i'm curious because y'all haven't told me what the what the next step is uh, i know this was kind of thrown on you quickly you don't need
2: to know <laughs>
0: <laughs> but i'm i'm curious you know uh, uh what what's going to happen to the to the sun solar panel now um
2: I I
1: love that you gave us, like, four days to try to figure out the future of this thing and expected us to have an announcement. uh, uh, Tim, I I want to take a second here, though. It's not Uh, you, it's Tim. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you listening on the pod, we just put up a graphic that says it's not you, it's Tim. Uh, He is breaking up with us uh, as he announced. But, Tim, I I want to tim As broke up it.
2: with us on a google meet and i had to ask him if that's how he breaks up with all of his relationships what? is just be a quick google meet hey can you hop on this thing
1: look look well yes. that's what he says before they break up but uh anyways <laughs> uh i, I, oh! I seri- can i can i please take a second to be serious here dave uh tim okay. it has been a true honor to uh to work with you we would not have had this podcast without, without you, I remember you reaching out. We, we had interacted a few times on Twitter back in your driving dish days. I remember us talking via direct message about, Hey, maybe we should start a, a son's podcast. And this was at a time in my life where I, quite honestly, I was, a I was a little lost. I had, uh, I had left a, a job with the sons that, uh, that had meant a lot to me. Uh, I had started a new chapter in my life. I had just become a a father, but had started to kind of lose sense of, of myself as well. And, uh, and and you reached out and, and this thing was born where uh, we've, we've spent a a lot of time, a lot of effort. Uh, We've, we've gone through ups and downs, both in life and and with this team and with the team, mostly downs, Uh, but (laughs) We picked the worst downloads. four years to start this, but uh, but I appreciate everything you've done. Without you, there is no Sun Solar Panel. You kept Dave and I on on the rails. Well, in these past three years, there will be a Sun Solar Panel without <laughs> you. Don't you worry. But uh, but you know they uh, we you were the one that kind of put the formatting together, did the editing initially, got us set up, figured this all out, and and without you. Uh, I don't think you got enough recognition always for that. So I appreciate you. And in honor of you, uh, I've had this in my office. You sent us this picture from a game we went to, but, but this will now forever, uh, be sitting up here on the shelf because no matter what we do, no matter where we go, you are, always going to be a part of of the solar panel and uh and uh, this original tripod that we were this thing would have fallen over without you so uh, so thank you for that tim thank you for your friendship and thank you for giving me a buffer between me and dave because uh, we would have murdered each other at the beginning of this so
2: Yep, so we're going to have to look for a new kickstand on our motorcycle. Um, I'd, I'd like that better than tripod, you know. But anyway, look, Tim, to be serious, um, Dan Marley. We should hire Dan Marley as a son's assistant Ma- coach.
1: Majural.
0: Yeah, only, <laughs> only, well, yeah but they, call Majural. they
2: phonetically pronounced it. So I'm going to really miss... <clears throat> wondering who's the next name, Nick, Tim, that Tim is going to mispronounce. Um, but what I'm really, really going to miss is Tim actually being the organizer and producer of our show. I don't, uh, I, I don't even want to take on more responsibility with this show than I already have. I have a lot of other things going on too. We all have lots of other things going on. And Tim did a lot of the background work for this show, made it what it is. Um, ESPO obviously has helped out as well. And I just show up like this, some dude who just, Hey, I'm here, feed me, you know? So I appreciate everything you've done, Tim, and it's going to be hard to find someone to replace you. I guarantee you we'll find somebody because neither ESPO or I want to take on more responsibility (laughs) to set this show up. So, um, don't take it personal when we bring someone in and, and i will uh, only, only take
0: it personally if it, if it's one of two people who shall not <laughs> and
2: we're getting well, both look, of them. we gotta do what we gotta do <laughs> and what we gotta do is is keep this show going so you we're got no say over it now that you quit well, on
1: us well tim uh <laughs> blaze megatron brings up a good point in the chat it says so the most important thing who's gonna give out the swag now <laughs> on
0: this show i I still got i got i got boxes. Uh and I know the joke he's making. Um I got boxes of this this shit still in my office. <laughs> Somebody send me some money and I'll ship it all to you. Oh, <laughs> you
1: know, I'm going to wind up with this crap in my office now because we know Dave's right. not going to do anything. So it's
0: rain and swag. We
2: right. should just show up at the arena after it finally opens to fans <sighs> again and just rain swag out out <laughs> in the foyer. That's what Look, we should do. So
0: any any um no I you know I like I said I feel like a uh, you know DeMar DeRozan leaving. Uh, you know, oh a, man, a, a good player, but you, know, you guys will find somebody that that takes you to the. To you're the saying we're going
2: to the finals next year, basically. Awesome. Yeah,
0: and my favorite part will be listening to the show and watching the show every every Saturday, um when the team's good and thinking, "Son of a bitch." <laughs> so <laughs> I like
2: how you're only going to listen to the show when the team's good. I, no, that's it, what I heard. Of. And then
0: <laughs> I also want to know what the hell you guys are going to do uh <laughs> during what could be a very long off season.
2: <laughs> oh my God. This is uh you know what, dude, we survived a four month pandemic where there was zero sports and all the Suns players were suddenly like us just sitting in their houses. If we can survive that, we can survive anything. So I'm not worried about this off season, man. <laughs> Nate Duncan <laughs> as our new third wheel that would be incredible. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna try to go for that one. I, I'm gonna be although amazingly... he didn't block me. Are you blocked by MS uh, Yes, of course. I, I insulted the man. Too, numerous so I don't know how we're gonna get unblocked to invite him. I I look forward to when
1: Tim starts his own son's podcast. This was just (laughs) a, an excuse so we could have the 14th son's podcast to uh, go up again. No, 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 no,
0: no no more in podcasting. I've been podcasting for, for eight years, um, over 500 episodes. Uh, no more, no more podcasting.
1: Look, man, this, the seat is always here for you to come uh,
0: talk when this team's good. Your seat in your own house is always there for you. (laughs) (laughs) thank you so have you guys so what's the what's the plan have y'all talked about it is there we don't
2: we don't really have a plan we want to get someone who's a ton better than you for sure but that's always the plan when someone leaves right but we have no idea everybody's already doing their own pod that wants to Uh,
1: look i i've reached (laughs) out to scott van pelt and
2: uh and uh,
1: unfortunately he has not reached back <laughs> he's not following me so the dm bounced back so we've got absolutely no plan right now i, I don't i don't know what we're gonna do tim we had to mourn it yeah. for a week like we we can't be like uh, certain other people to, to, yeah. to nominate someone without the body being cold you know like that's uh we gotta we gotta give uh, a little time to figure this out we're gonna maybe we'll try some things we're up to ideas if the flaming ballers have uh, have ideas submit them. We'd love to hear them. We probably won't use any of them because I'm sure they'll be insane. But uh Hey, Tim, try.
2: what what's your uh, feeling on William Skinnador's suggestion
0: to replace you? Oh man, uh you know, I'm going to I'm going to go out uh on a on a positive note. Yeah, um, we're all, one, look one we're thing all, look, one thing I do want to say Everyone's is that it, you know, when we first started this podcast that I used to give a lot of the other podcast hosts um Crap and, and No, we're not gonna get the only
2: girl who's ever guested on here to come back. <laughs> <laughs> to, uh,
0: you know, but I used to give the, the other podcasts a, a lot of grief and the other podcast hosts, and I kind of did this like rivalry thing. Um and I don't think that everybody really got that it was a joke. Uh, you know, that I was I was kidding and, and all of that. So nothing but love for uh, you know, all of the podcasters that are still podcasting, um, that are contributing to uh, you know, Sun's fandom.
1: Can we get one last uh as Max is asking for
0: uh Your your mic's super low, buddy. Yeah,
2: what the hell.
1: Can, can you give us one last uh swag here for for the fans?
0: Can you <laughs> one last swag? Uh swag? What? There we go. Uh, Still can't
2: <laughs> hear you, Espo. We suddenly lost yeah. you. I don't know what's going on, man. Gina
0: Gina Mizel Mizell. Um she'd be really good
2: yeah, she would be good. no, not the not the next name on the list. that one's that
0: that ship has sailed. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. Um, so' what, Look, what, we're gonna, guys- what we're
2: gonna do Tim is we're gonna um Greg and I have talked about this a little bit. um, not much because you only gave us four days four days notice, but uh, Tim and I have talked about or Greg and I have talked about it a little bit. We're probably gonna audition through some people. Um, At your suggestion that you made on the first day is to go through some and see who fits uh, with our personalities. I don't want somebody who agrees with us all the time. I I would like somebody who has reasoned backed up takes that would uh, not always totally agree with us and uh, also is available uh, when we're available to podcast
0: Saturday mornings, which is a.m. probably
2: still weekend mornings. Cause we talked about it. We could set a uh, guaranteed night a week, you know, evening a week, but then you've got during the season, the suns are always playing on one of those dang nights. So, um, and we don't want to have to pick different nights of the week. Plus Greg has a family. Um, I've got responsibilities in the evenings as well during the week. So plus I'm always covering the team when, you know, when we're allowed to cover the team again. So I don't want to set, Uh, a schedule that isn't going to be, isn't going to last. So we'll, we'll talk through it. We'll um, find different guests and we'll see who fits and, and uh, um, that'll be probably over the next few weeks. We'll have, we'll have some ideas. So feel free, Flaming Ballers, feel free to make some suggestions in Facebook. Um, You guys can always make suggestions in the comments section and you can reach out to us on Twitter as well. um, And let us know who you think would be good guests for the pod uh, we have some ideas but we're not really sure
0: I like this uh, solar panel crossover with fanning the flames man I love those guys
2: yeah those guys are great I and know. sun's jam session and all that we could do a big uh, group thing but it's again it's the Saturday morning thing and if you get too many voices nobody nobody gets to say their own full range of takes so we'll uh, we'll try we'll see what we're gonna do
0: so I guess on that note I'll uh, we'll go ahead and end the episode. Hello. Right. Can you hear me? Uh, yes, finally.
1: So I don't know. Equipment sucks. No. Uh, I was. This I was is
2: just, why we we're not going to stick with just Espo and I.
1: <laughs> yeah, like anybody else could have fixed that. Uh, then <laughs> you here playing with the cord. Take that as you will. Uh, oh man! You know,
2: don't play with your cord during the show.
1: Come on. Look, there's there's a lot of options. There's a lot of things that we're gonna we're gonna look into. But uh, Tim, as I said, it won't ever be the same. That may turn out to be a good thing. I don't know, but it won't ever be the. same same so thank you for uh the effort and everything that you put in uh thank you to everybody who has uh put up with us uh, you know as uh as as tim has throughout uh throughout the years uh we'll still be here but tim uh i'm glad we got to give you a proper proper uh send off so
0: <laughs> uh, thanks everybody in the chat man i love y'all um and coach, I will, I will tweet you a, uh, I'll tweet you a picture of Scar. He's, uh, he's playing with a, with the pit bull in the other room. And uh, man, they're rowdy. They're rowdy. They're children. They're children. Like, freaking children. All right, guys. So on that note for myself, Dave and Espo, we appreciate you all for giving us an hour of your time each and every week on Sunsoul.com. Up the neighbors on your